Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What is good, Divine Dolls, Divine Dudes? I'm not sure what I'm going to label this. Bear with me because I'm not the most politically savvy person, but apparently some of y'all ain't either, so don't come too hard for me. But um, one of the things I've been talking about is how I would like to see more women be woman identified and I've been trying to show you receipts for how a lot of the times black women are cutting and pasting black men's talking points at some point I probably will balance out and say you know do you boo do men deserve rights yes absolutely right um but women do too and Somewhere down the road, somebody else's fight, um, not mine at this point in time, at this junction of the road, you know, but um, I, I remembered that uh, it was kind of like realizing the audacity for me. And so um, there's a thing called the, the Black Men and Boys Bill of Rights. It's a protection, right? So it's H.R. 1636. It was passed by the 116th Congress in uh 2019 2020 right commission on the social status of black men and boys so if you're a divine feminine under the sound of my voice you should be asking yourself well where's the one for the black women right so in true shape and form you know the men decided to cover themselves and only themselves right you would think that it would be a unified commission for the protection and social status of the black community. No. Right? Keep in mind, 2019-2020. Right? What happened about the whole, you know, community? Now, mind you, you have women out here fighting for the Bill of Rights and Protection for black men and boys. I'm going to keep the dramatics down to a little bit. But the other interesting thing, too, and I just, okay. So I looked it up, and um, I kind of remember engaging with this content a little bit earlier in the year and feeling frustrated because I'm like, wait a minute, so there's nothing for women? So at the time that I looked into it, it turns out there is something for women, it is the um, HR 6268 Protect Black Women and Girls Act. But guess in what year that was, y'all? So for the one for the men was from 2019 to 2020, okay? And I would have preferred to see it for the black community, period. But for some reason, they decided to separate the men and the boys separately and put the women, black women and girls separately. I think... It might work out in the end anyways. But here's another interesting thing, right? We've been talking about the how women vote. And um, we get gaslighted so much in the black community about, oh, women vote Democratic, this, that, and the third. And this is why our, our community is failing. Now, an interesting little tidbit is, um, as much as I hate to say it, black women are going to follow the lead of men. And black men vote just as much for the Democratic Party. So if they have a, a black male influencer who's voting Democratic, you better believe the women are in, in that community. Our MO is we're going to fall into line, right? With that. Here's a little interesting tidbit. So I um, remember there's the Protect 
Black Men and Boys Act, right? Guess which party passed this? The Republicans, right? So you're having black women are getting gaslighted about voting. And, and I'm going to share one more one more thing that makes it all the more interesting, right? So here it says, Marco Rubio, Republican in Florida in the Senate. The bill was unanimously passed in June 25. Now, one thing I um I didn't upload this one, but I, I could see where sometimes I have to trust myself and just upload the stuff because even at my whole grown age and uh, the amount of spiritual development and inner work I've done, I still second guess myself, right? Not the easiest um journey of being a content creator because you have to have, you know, your confidence and, and trust your intuition and also, you know... I do like my things to be accurate. So, but one of the things um, I had posted, I, I re, re-recorded the podcast and I was talking about um, Elizabeth Warren talking about how black women are the key constituents. And one of the things that I didn't repeat in the second uploading of that, po- uh, you know, second recording and kind of um, addressing some key factors is, People are watching is is a thing, right? So they're not going to just try to appease or breadcrumb or um, address black women unless there's some value there, right? And I was really driving home that point. So, but with that being said, um, there's a reason the Republican Party wanted to pass this for black men. And I think that part of the reason is they recognize that as much black men as we have voting Democratic, Republicans are not going to pass something for black men unless black men identify with that party and their key constituents in that party. Hear me out, though. So it says the CSSBMB, so that's the Commission to Protect Black Boys and Black Men, who investigate potential civil rights violations affecting black males and study the disparities they experience in education, criminal justice, health, employment, fatherhood, mentorship, and violence. And um, this is not about how I vote or anything, um, but just found it interesting. So then check this out, right? Later on down the pipeline... There comes out an act to protect the black uh, women and girls almost two years later, right? 2021. And it says, guess who's the sponsoring? Who's the sponsor? And this one was introduced. I think the one for the men. Um, yeah, it was already uh, the one for the men was passed on June uh, 25. I think I just clicked on it. June 25 of 2020, I believe. Let me click on it real quick. June 25. Let's just double check the year. So that went into effect. I want to say it's 2020 because it says 2019, 2020, right? For the women, it came 2021. And it was introduced December 14, 2021. Okay. So six months after the men um, and introduced and I actually need to double check and see what it says for actions. Yeah, let me check on actions and then I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, so right now it's only been introduced. It hasn't been passed. 
it hasn't gone to Senate. Um, yeah, ladies. Yeah, check this out, ladies. Like, I really think that, you know, all the work is done for the men's stuff. And this is if you really, you know, uh, like I said here, if you go to um, congress.gov bill, um, 117th Congress, you're going to see H.R. 6268, Protect Black Women and Girls Act of 2021. It's been introduced, but it hasn't been passed. Um, the one for the men got passed earlier last year, mid last year. Um, there are zero am- amendments. There's only 11 co-sponsors. Let me see if I can go back. And I, I stay with me because I want to point something out too. So this is a uh, Congress bill. Yeah, let me click on this one. This is, is for the commission. Commission on the Social Status of Black Men and Boys. So there's, um, you can see the little tracker under Congress Gov. So it became public law um, August 2020, was signed by the president August 2020, um, Presented to the president, um, August 4, 2020. It was passed into House uh, July 2020. Um, It was passed and agreed to by Senate uh, June 2020. Is that right? So there's, so 8, 2020, there was unanimous consent, June 25, by the Senate Committee on Health, Education, Labor, and Pension. And um, July 18 was introduced to Senate, but it, um, I did see something that it was passed on. Um, it does say here that it became law, right? One other thing I wanted to highlight, you know, maybe maybe Kanye is right, right? Because I don't know to what degree he's all into politics, and this would be around that time fr- time frame he was either um, endorsing Trump and or trying to run for office, but y'all are out here, and that's probably why he said y'all are out here blaming white people for stuff. When you have Senator Rubio Marco of all freaking people from the Republican Party, when you start to look at the, um, there's one amendment, they have 13 co-sponsors. Okay, so that's that's what I wanted to see. So let me let's look at who the co-sponsors are, right? Check this out. Right. Commission on the Social Status for Black Men and Boys Act. Who do we have as co-sponsors? Kamala Harris. Well, I'll be damned. You would never know. Cory Booker, Susan Collins, Tim Scott, Pat Roberts, Kevin Kramer, Lisa Murkowski, Mike Braun, Rob Portman, Rick Scott. Mitt, Mitt motherfucking Romney. What? Wow. Deb Fisher and Kelly Loeffler. I think also, yeah, so it was 11 Republicans and two Democratic um, co-sponsors. What is going on in, what in the Sam Hill is going on over here, people? So we've been talking about how we need to get rid of this victim consciousness because um, one of the other things I wanted to check too, ooh, let's look at this. There's three related bills. And stay with me because I'm going to point something out about the women. I want, we're gonna, I, want, I want us to look at that, right? So it says three related bills. You have the Commission on the Social Justice of Black Men and Boys, um, 
refer to the Subcommittee on the Constitution for Civil Rights and Civil Liberties. You have H.R. 7278, which, which is the Justice Act. And that one referred to the Committee on the Judici- Judiciary. Mm, I wish, oh, you know what? I can click on it. And then the third one is um, S3985, a bill to improve and reform policies, uh, policing practices. Well, I'll be damned. Y'all, a bill to improve and reform policing practices, accountability and transparency. So all this time y'all been bussy popping and you already have bills and stuff in your name, like... For you to, um, look at this. So, according to the tracker, and again, this is passed by, um, Senator Tim Scott, right? Um, so right now it's introduced on the tracker. It hasn't been passed into law, but it was introduced June 2020. It says the bill addresses policies and issues regarding policing practices and law enforcement accountability. The bill funds state and local grants incentivizes state and local reporting to the use of certain policing practices, certain federal, new federal offenses for certain misconduct, establishes a commission to study the conditions affecting black men and boys and establishes best practices and training requirements. Um, I can see where I, I might have some problems, but again, at this, <laughs> at some point, I'm not going to wear my, my cape. I'm not. Mm-mm. Y'all can forget this. Oh, oh sh- okay, so, um, ooh, this is a rabbit hole. Um, remember, I'm looking at the one that has to do with uh, S3985, which is a bill to improve and reform policy, policing practices, accountability, transparency, transparency. There are 13 bills related to this one, right? Check this out. Check what the related bills are to this, right? So, I think it's really crazy because, y'all, this is less than 24 hours ago. I was like, let me look into this victim consciousness stuff. Let me see what Kanye is saying when we probably are out here blaming white people for stuff and saying they don't really care about us. When you have all these bills, look at this. H.R. 35, Emmett Till Anti-Lynching Lynching Act. The latest action was on February 27, 2020, received in the Senate. It's been introduced by Republican Tim Scott. Okay. Um, they've made a motion to proceed to consideration of measure made in Senate, right? Other related bills. Closing the Law Enforcement Consent Loophole Act of 2019. Um, we are talking about the Commission on Social Status of Black Men and Boys. Justice for Victims of Lynching of 2019. We have the Justice Act coming up again. National Crime Justice Commission Act of 2020. Um, We have to provide funding to law enforcement agencies and for other purposes. We have the Policing Transparency Act. We have Justice for Victims of Lynching Act of 2019. Um, These ones have to do more so with crime, terrorism, and homeland security. Um, let me see what the difference is between some of these, because it feels like it's repeating a little bit, but, so it says, like, the Justice Act, that one is, um, H.R. 7278, and then this one is, um, S-488, um, Law Enforcement De-Escalation Training Act of 2020, National Crime Justice Commission Act of 20, of 2019, 
And I think for those of you women who are out here just really angry and upset about stuff, the men, you didn't hear any of the men talking about this. You didn't hear any of the men talking about this. Um, for one. And then you kind of have to wonder why now that their stuff is underway, why didn't they reach back and try to help you? Right? Once they got their stuff taken care of, why didn't they try to address what's going on with the women? And then, God forbid, these are the same white people that they say are oppressing them, right? From dominant society. Here's some of the co-sponsors, right? For a bill to improve and reform policing practices, accountability, and transparency. Republican Mitch Romney, which they had 48 of them. I don't, I didn't see any Democrats sign off on this one, right? Um, I'm going to skip through the ones that are the most popular. Republican Lindsey Graham. Um, mm, see if I recognize any other names. Kevin Kramer, Republican. These are all the Republican people. Oh, Mitt Romney's on there again. Tom Cotton, David Perdue. Um, and this is just about every state, y'all. Represented, these are senators for almost every state. This is for um, Kentucky, Texas, South Carolina, um, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Arizona, North Carolina, Indianapolis, Kansas, North Carolina, North Delaware, Florida, S- South Dakota, Mississippi, Montana. Mm, y'all, I don't remember what MT is. Oh, yeah, Montana, Missouri, Oklahoma, North Delaware again. Um, ME, I'm going to have to come back to that one. Idaho, Iowa, Nebraska, Indiana, Indiana. Arkansas, Utah, we have several for that state, Colorado, Wyoming, um, Alabama, Georgia again, Louisiana, Tennessee, Mississippi, Louisiana, Wisconsin, Texas, Arkansas, Pennsylvania, right? Let's, let's wrap this up. So what I found so interesting, too, is when I go to the one for the women, um, not only was it started later, but it's by a completely different party, y'all. So here we're being we're being gaslit to start voting otherwise, right? Which I mean, I'm not going to this is not about my politics and my voting, you know, but as much as look who's presenting it, right? Completely different party and the Democratic under Democratic Party understands that it's key constituents and why the part of the reason why Bill Gates bill uh, Joe Biden. Let's go, Brandon. Um, why Joe Bi- Bri- huh. Why Joe Biden is in there is because ninety percent of Black women voted for um, Joe Biden, and they understand that they have to, for midterms, hit at least ninety five percent in order for him to have a strong um, outcome for the for the for the for the final, you know. Um, thing and um, there was something else I wanted to talk about too. It will come back to me, um, but yeah. So this is this was presented, introduced by Representative uh, Robin Kelly, the Democratic Party, December fourteen, twenty twenty one. I think it was a smart move 
because they saw the men's act pass and they decided to put something on for the women. I don't know if the Republican Party, Mark Rubio and them had anything in terms of reaching back for the women. In an, in another way, it's kind of disgusting to me because, again, if you're going to do it, it should be for all of us. But for some reason, they segregated us. You know what I'm saying? Um, but again, I don't think that they would have done that if they didn't see black men as their primary constituents. Right. I hope you're kind of following what I'm saying. So then let's look at what it has to say here for Protect Black Women and, and Girls Act. Right. So we have 10 Democratic um people democratic parties or co-sponsors and one republican and the people um that are co-sponsoring this are yvette clark representative for new york brian fitzpatrick representative for pennsylvania republican uh representative for pennsylvania um bonnie watson coleman representative for new jersey crazy um um y'all know who he is um, representative for Maryland, um, Sheila Sherfillis McCormick, representative for Florida, Joyce Beattie, representative for Ohio, Democratic Party, Jim Costa, representative for California, Democratic Party, um, Brenda L. Brenda Lawrence, representative for Michigan, um, Democratic also, so those last ones were Democratic, um, G.K. Butterfield, Representative, Democratic for North Carolina. Lisa Blunt Rochester, Democratic for Delaware at large. And Al Green, Representative for, and his name has been coming up in the news lately, Representative Al Green for Texas. Let me just click on his name real quick. Let me see if it shows his picture. Yeah, it shows his picture. He's been coming up in the news lately. That's weird. I don't remember for what right now. So, um, I wanted to look at something else too. So they have some actions here. The only thing they've done at this point is to introduce it into the house. I also wanted to look. Oh yeah. So check this out. Zero related bills. And this is why I say like a lot of the times, a lot of this stuff is, um, performative and it's very much breadcrumbing i understand at this point it's been what we are past the six month mark you know um but i would definitely would have liked to see more related bills to this you know um but there are zero related bills and let me just check something too in terms of what it covers so it says this bill establishes an interagency task force, and this is the problem. If it's a task force, they're just going to study it. But again, you know, it's, it's, um, there's two sides to this coin. They will tell you that they need to study and have a task force. And sometimes that can mean a waste of time where people just stay at the Hilton Hotel and have three meals while they talk about things. Um, and like I said, I would like to see more bills, um, type of a thing. And, and, Something similar to what they have with the other ones in terms of funding. But let's look at it. So it says, um, interagency task force examine conditions and experiences of black women and girls to identify and assess the efficacy and of policies and programs of federal, state, and local governments designed to improve outcomes for such individuals and to make recommendations to improve such policies and programs. 
The task force shall, one, cover issues involving black women and girls in education, economic development, health care, justice and civil rights and housing, and submits uh, recommendations at specified intervals. Specified intervals. So, y'all, you know, listen, to me, that feels like you're finna jerk my chain, you know, and I will say it is strategic. I don't know that I trust them enough to be, you know, because it could mean that they have future rollouts of things that are coming out. But at the same time, I don't know. I don't really trust people like that. So it says, submit recommendations at specified intervals to Congress, the president, and other state or local government on policies, practices, programs, and incentives that may be adopted to improve outcomes. The U.S. Commission on Civil Rights may conduct a comprehensive study and collect data with the respect to the effects on black women. And so part of it, um, I can see the need for studies. I think, well, let me check something. I'm going to check the anti-discrimination law for Asians because I want to look at the language and see if there's any similarities to what they have and what, you know, what we have if they have the same lineup. But it says here, shall conduct a conduct a comprehensive study and collect data with respect to the effects on black women and girls on a wide range of specified economic health, criminal justice, and social services orders. So let me just type in here real quick. So anti, so Asian anti-discrimination act. I'm going to type that in and see what pops up. Mm-mm-mm. So they have some stuff that came up were um, commemorating the first, the one year anniversary of the March 16, 21 shootings in Atlanta, Georgia, and denouncing anti-Asian hate, teaching Asian. Whoa, 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 whoa. Easy, tiger. So while we're trying to eliminate criti- critical race teaching theory, check this out. They have introduced a law or a bill. So it's just in the in- introductory stages, right? They introduced the bill in May of this year to teach Asian Pacific American history. Ooh. They have, yeah, they have a couple of bills. They have the S. I don't, I'm not sure what S stands for. And HR. Um, they have... Um, a resolution, which this one says a resolution recognizing the significance of Asian Pacific um, American. Sorry, I was looking at my phone. Um, Heritage Month as an important time to celebrate the significant contributions of Asian Americans, Native Hawaiians and Pacific Islanders to the history of the U.S. Um, Let me see what else. Anti-Racism in Public Health Act of 2021. Whoa, I'm not even going to touch that one. Paycheck Fairness Act. Now, that one is a good one, and I think this one would actually be great for women. Paycheck Fairness Act. Um, I'm about at that 30-minute mark, but I just wanted to bring that to your attention, right? Um... A lot of these are introduced. Um, let me just type in real quick what else comes up for black women just to see. And then we're going to end it there. But I just found that interesting in terms of how the parties are moving differently. How the men, the black men, really do have more 
things on the table to help them. And Kanye was right. There's a lot of resources out there for them. And at this point, Ooh, so it says here for black women, I'm going to read a couple, but try to keep it on close to like the 35 minute mark. Here's what came up. So this was introduced and agreed to in, in the house, addressing the hardships and disparities faced by black women in order to encourage more inclusive policymaking. Um, this one was introduced and agreed to in Senate, a resolution recognizing the um, designation of the week of April 11 through April 17, 2022, as the fifth annual Black Maternal Health Week to bring national attention to the maternal health crisis in the United States and the importance of reducing maternal mortality and morbidity among Black women and birthing persons. Oh, Lord. See, and so this is just, do you see, do you see how they slip this in at the end? This is, but this was the sponsor for this is Democratic Party Cory A. Booker. Let's see, popping in the legislation. Look at this. Did all of this off of the name of black women, muling black women, and then at the very end slips in and birthing persons. If he doesn't go himself like this, mm mm. That was really slick. Y'all see how they're putting black women and birthing persons together? Y'all, so this was introduced, Protect Black Women and Girls Act. Democratic Party on some jacky shit, y'all. Sorry. This one says a concurrent resolution. This is a, um, yeah, concurrent resolution from 2021 to 2022. Sponsor is uh, G. Raphael Warnock, Democratic Party from Georgia. He's a senator. And there are 22 co-sponsors. It says a concurrent resolution recognizing the significance of equal pay and disparity in wages paid to men and to black women. Interesting. And this was agreed to in the Senate and in the House. Another one is um, supporting the designation of the month of March 2021 as Eddie Bernice Johnson Black Women in Science and Technology Month. Okay. Um, let's see what else is there. Y'all, that, that whole putting black women and birthing people really grinds my gears. Look at this one. Let's see. This this one says, this is a resolution, right? This one was presented or the sponsor is Alma Adams, representative for Democratic Party from North Carolina. Zero co-sponsors. It's been introduced. Um... Let's see what it says. Expressing support for the designation of the week of August 25 through August 31, 2021 as Black Breastfeeding Week to bring national attention to the United States maternal child health crisis in the black community and the important role that breastfeeding plays in improving maternal and infant health outcomes, which is interesting because if they're trying to lump this in with birthing persons, y'all... And then the thing is, it didn't even pass, it looks like, because th- this was to um, designate that week of August 25th through August. That was last year, right? Um, let me just look and see what else is here. Recognizing. Right, uh, here's one, a resolution. 
this one was introduced and agreed to in the house. Um, sponsor is Donald McEachin. I've heard that name before. McEachin. Representative Democrat of Virginia. Recognizing the paternal, the maternal health crisis in the United States and the importance of reducing mortality and morbidity among all women and honoring mothers. So I don't, it's, it's flagged because it's women, but it's not necessarily black women. They have a maternal care act, but that one's not specifically for black women. This one is about raising awareness um, of the racial disparities and the impact of colorectal cancer in the black community. Um, Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month, Fear Scoring Act. I wonder if that has to do with like with credit scores and stuff. And then, um, yeah, now it's just getting watched that towards just either for women or for black. Um, wow, now this should be an interesting one. This one, the latest action was March of 2022, presented by Andre Carson, Democratic Representative for Indianapolis. Indiana, Indiana, and they have 27 co-sponsors, and it says supporting the goals and ideals of the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. Mm. Yeah, and then the rest are kind of just... So, that's just interesting. Let me um, go figure out what I, what I want to do for the... Uh, For the thumbnail and the um, mm, this is a hell of a rabbit hole, y'all. I forgot got the thumbnail and the title. It's not the sexiest conversation, right? It's not, um, yeah, it's not a sexy conversation, but it's so important. And I think that. This is more of what we need to kind of focus on. I, you know, I, I keep, <laughs> this is really, it's going to come up in other stuff because we are literally, we got split, y'all. There, it, These people are not making these moves. I think that the fact that, you know, black men are considered the key voters for the Republican Party, there's no reason why they would do that. And then... It's not like they have anything else for black women under their under Republican. I think it was a smart move by the Democratic Party, but I think it's breadcrumbing. And um, I say that because we're getting the same white man. (laughs) We're getting the same black man from the white people because they know that they can just give us little things here and there. Um, And we're not going to. I think like if let's just say like. Let's say black women find out that, um, especially these, you know, what we call mammies, or I guess I'm going to call them male identified, right? There's some discomfort around that word. So I don't want us to lose the force for the trees. But wait until these male identified black women find out that the majority of black men are voting Republican. Now they're going to switch over there, even though the Democratic Party is the one who presented the the bill for the women, right? So it's just going against their own rights. 
kind of really weird. And then that's how you have these people like Candace Owens, right, with the Republican Party. And I understand that, you know, you could be a part of that party. And I don't think that she's necessarily going to represent all. Oh, this is just weird. But let me let me get off of here. I want to keep this short. So a lot to think about. Okay, I'm going to open up the questions. Let me know what you think. Am I onto something? I don't know. Maybe not. Right. Okay. Until the next podcast. Peace.